Welcome to episode 239 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today we're continuing our series on social media. And I'm going to share a few guidelines that is useful for you to know before you get going. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone, this is Denise and welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Sales Podcast. And we're motoring towards episode 250. Just got a few more to go. Um, If you're new here, welcome. Great to have you. Uh, You will uh, be able to access a transcription of this particular podcast over on the Superfast Recruitment uh, blog. And um, just head over there and it'll be uh, under the uh, search bar if you just tap in. Uh, social media marketing guidelines, then uh, that will take you straight there. And while you're there, have a have a look around. If you have not yet completed the marketing checklist, strongly suggest you do. I think particularly in today's market and environment, which is pretty crazy at the moment, and it's good to have a reset and a starting point. So um, you'll find various boxes where you can put your name and email address, or just simply head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL. Now, last week, I talked about social media marketing and how it is critical for recruiters to be all over social media at the moment. So I'm going to continue that theme and over the next possibly two or three podcasts, I'm going to um, do a slightly deeper dive into social media. Um, I know some recruiters do it really well. Others are pretty average and some are downright appalling. And I'm sure... (laughs) That wouldn't be you, my lovely listener. Um, However, I think today we are in a situation where business um, is so up and down. I know I'm stating the obvious. And naturally, for many of us, it's about, I need more leads. (laughs) I need to make sure that I have a pile of leads that I can follow up because all those fabulous relationships that I thought I had in the past, I have now discovered that maybe they weren't so fabulous after all. So let's get into posting socially and also why it's so important to double down now and some of the guidelines that you want to be thinking about so that your social media isn't just a stream of your latest jobs. Um, You're not just sharing everyone else's content that you've got yours in front of people and you're making a difference. So first things first is what does your sector need to know? Now, in a previous post, I think a couple of weeks ago, I talked about evergreen versus COVID content and uh, go and check that one out. If you're listening on iTunes, it'll be probably a 
two or three uh, episodes down. Uh, if you head over to the website, I will I will put a link in this particular post for you so you can actually go and read that. So think about what do my clients and candidates need to know now? Because if you just post jobs or just post about things that you were doing um, maybe, you know, two or three months ago, it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So you need to make sure that it's relevant uh, for these uh, for these people that uh, in the situation where they now are. So a, a couple of things to consider when it comes to posting content on various social media channels, you need to consider a few things. It's important to obviously to add value to people who are reading your content because the ultimate outcome is they read that content, they click a link or they go and search you out online or they go and have a look at your website. That's fundamentally what what we want them to do. So you need to think about, I, I want to engage, I want to entertain and importantly, I need a call to action. So it's okay you have to do all the, these things and you also need to do it in your brand voice. Now, that sounds a bit jargony and geeky. Basically, what we're talking about here is what voice do you co communicate? You know, are you recognised for being a bit quirky? Are you formal? Are you friendly? Or are you, you know, um, Mr. or Mrs. conservative recruiter? Or <laughs> are you just random and I would suggest please don't be just random because that confuses people totally. They like to know, ah, from Andrew, I get this. From Simon, I get this. From Andrea, I get this. The thing is, people love consistency. They love to know who they're watching, who they're listening to. Do you remember a few years ago, uh, I think it was Aviva, completely Norwich, was it Norwich Union before, whatever it was, but they completely changed all their branding, they changed all the tone of voice and it, it lost them a lot of business by the way as well, but completely confused people. So if you are Mr and Mrs Professional Recruiter, that's fine, that might resonate with your market and be careful because it's important to be authentic. And uh, if that really isn't you, you need to get your voice out there. And conversely, um, if you are portraying Mr. and Mrs. Conservative and then you go and post a really weird and rogue comment on somebody else's post, people will see it and that's going to confuse them too. So just think about, you know, um, who am I? What's my voice? What am I getting out there? Because authenticity is important because the thing is you can't keep up a game for a long time. Um, you need to have your authentic voice as well because that's going to make a difference for you. Now, um, yesterday in um, the uh, our Facebook marketing group, if you're not a member, um, then, then head over to Facebook, Recruitment Marketing Mastery, just ask to join and, um, you know, one of our team will add you in there because we're posting lots of different content. But let, let me go back to what I was saying. In the group, I posted about the fact that you need to mix up your content because the way that human beings are, we are, some of us are more visually preferenced, some like to listen, and the majority of us like to read. And uh, that's one of the reasons why video is so powerful because people get to see you and they get to hear you too. Um, so mix up your content. So I would be using a mixture of text posts, 
um, images, by the way, if you post an image and you add some text to it, you will always get more views. And I'm talking about text in the body of, uh, of the post that you use too. And, um, you know, if you have the voice for it, like my lovely voice, <laughs> not exactly, but podcasting, you know, podcasting is huge, depending on your market. Um, you, I'm amazed at how many people listen to podcasts. One of my friend's husbands is obsessive with Tottenham Hotspur, and apparently they have a podcast. Who knew? Um, so just just think about what sort of social media will you post and will that be relevant for your market? Now, of course, until you start posting, you do not know what is going to go down well. And that's why it's important to, to test and measure and uh, look at different times of day that you're posting. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about automation platforms in a second. And some of the platforms will give you an idea of they'll say, oh, we'll auto post this for you. Don't do that. Just test your own posting. Um, and remember that uh, for, for some of you, if you are an international recruiter or you recruit into Europe as well, then you need to be thinking about what's the best times for me to be posting this. Because sometimes people will view things late at night. Often people will view things earlier in the morning. Um, and surprise, surprise, people do view things at weekends too. For instance, we have uh, clients in Australia, we have them in the UAE, uh, we have them in Europe. So we will post at uh, different times across all of our different, um, different channels, which leads me on to something else as well. Multiple channels equals multiple eyeballs. So if you have um, a number of recruiters in your team, um, each of them will have their own um, list of followers and connections. Make sure you are posting down their channels too and you can mix up your content. Now, uh, it's not as complicated as it sounds because all of the automation platforms I'm going to talk to you a little bit about is, um, will, uh, sorry, will allow you to actually post at different times. So Sharon will have things sent down her channel at one time of day. I'll have them sent down mine. They get mixed up because we're connected to different people. Things will also go down our LinkedIn company page because we have a couple of thousand followers on there too. Um, and then something different goes down Facebook. Um, you know, it, it's the same content, but it's sent out at different times. So that way we have a much bigger and, and wider reach. So think about that too, because if you've got four or five recruiters in your team and you are sending contact content down down all of their channels too. Suddenly, let's just say there are five, let's just do the maths easy. Uh, let's just say there are five recruiters in your team and each of them have 2,000 contacts. Um, uh, that, that's pretty easy to work out that potentially your content could be in front of an additional 10,000 people. It's not quite, doesn't quite work out that way with the LinkedIn algorithm, but I'm sure you can, can understand where I'm going on that one. So to automate or not to automate, that is the question. And I wanted to cover this because automation has had a really bad rap over the last uh, couple of, uh, I think the last couple of years, really. And um, the, the thing about it is in reality, automated posts that go out onto LinkedIn still work and they work 
incredibly well. Believe it or not, some of our automated posts that we send out, and we use Hootsuite, which I'll come on to in a second, some of our automated posts get really high views. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that sometimes this can be um, uh, down to the thought that you actually put in writing the posts that go out because I write some of our posts and Colette writes the, the remainder of them and she's incredibly good at doing that because she's got our tone of voice. And so it's thinking about, hmm, um, maybe I just need to think a little bit more about these automated posts because it's very easy to think, oh, well, it's just automated, but put your heart and soul into it too. And you'll be amazed at the difference that can make in how many people sort of um, uh, uh, view the posts that you send out. So am I, am I advocating just do automated posts? Absolutely not. Um, it's critical now to do a combination of the two. And one of the reasons I'm focusing on um, social media at the moment is because I've had multiple conversations with people that, that are talking about, I need to bring in some new business. I need to bring in some new clients. I need to fill my pipeline. And an easy way to start is you need to be in front of people. And these might be new people that you have never met before. So you're going to go out and make connections with these people. You might be picking up the phone and speaking to them. So you need to be present on social media because Often, that is the first place that they will come across you. So for many of our clients, we actually um, write social media for them and we, we post it for them using different automation platforms. So what they have is they have a base level of content. And in addition, they post their own post too. And that is an ideal scenario because... As we all know, when the proverbial hits the fan, things go belly up and often you'll get to the end of the day and you think, oh my God, I haven't posted anything on social media or even worse still, you get halfway through the week and go, I must post, I must do that longer post on LinkedIn. Um, so think about this, as long as you have some automated posts going out, at least you have your brand in front of candidates and clients. If you don't do that, then um, you are you are risking um, the posts that you post as being the only things that are out in front of your market. So make sure that you mix it up. And uh, uh, tough love, there is no excuse for not posting or for, for writing a post on uh, on social media. So I'm recording this podcast early in the morning. It's before nine. Well, it's it's relatively early. It's still before uh, nine o'clock in the morning. And already I have posted in three places. I've posted in our Facebook group. I have posted on LinkedIn and uh, a, a little ninja trick here. I have used a post that it was an evergreen post that I posted into our Facebook group a couple of weeks ago. It's still as relevant now. And I posted it on LinkedIn too. And I that that took me approximately because I timed myself this morning because I know I was going to be recording this podcast. It took me um, 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Now, if you cannot spend 11 minutes and 25 seconds uh, writing something relevant for your market, I'd be incredibly surprised. So it is about using both. It's about um, uh, posting uh, on the fly. Um, and, you know, let, let's be honest, it doesn't need to be war and peace. Um, 
<laughs> See, I'm still working from home at the moment because all the power's off in my office and I keep forgetting to switch that damn thing off. Phew, it is now. <laughs> my notifications are now switched off. And as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted uh, by an email popping in, is that um, when it comes to LinkedIn, remember on your LinkedIn uh, profile, on your status update, you can only write 1300 characters anyway. So it's it's hardly war and peace, is it? So make sure that you, you post and that, that will make a difference. Now, automation software. It really is your choice. And of course, you can go onto Facebook and use things like Post Planner. Um, when it comes to LinkedIn, um, to, to automate posting. And of course, by the way, on your Facebook um, uh, company page, of course, you can schedule posts. So that's useful. However, it's still not automated. It still takes you a little bit of time. Um, so automation software, there are loads of uh, different applications and apps um, that you can uh, you can utilize. Some of the ones that um, seem to be very popular are things like Buffer. We, we use Hootsuite. One of the reasons we use Hootsuite currently, and we're going to probably test a couple of others in the in the future, is because um, uh, our clients use it and we recommend it to clients because it's really easy to get your head around and uh, we encourage clients to, um, you know, we, we obviously, we, we go into their Hootsuite account and manage it for them. However, what we also do is um, we encourage them to post too and it's a very easy application. So there's things like Buffer, there's Hootsuite, there's something called Meet Edgar, which is very good too, slightly more expensive uh, and that allows you to categorize posts. So let's just say you had a number of uh, posts for your candidates. Some could be pre-interview, some could be um, during the interview, some could be post-interview. You could categorize all of those and you could you could program it to send them out at different times. And then there's a new uh, application. I haven't personally used it um, called Pager App. So there's lots of different uh, things that you can use. And obviously it will come down to your budget. However, as I always say, do not throw don't be tight. Do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Remember, um, free software is always limited. You're a business owner. You wanted to scale and grow your business. Um, you will be amazed when you actually upgrade and spend a bit more on the software that you use, the difference that will, uh, that will make. Because often you'll find that the functionality you need is not in the free versions of anything. And uh, as a business owner, I've already mentioned about the fact that you probably want to consider your team having social media go down their channels. Um, well, obviously, you know, you, you don't have the, the level and number of, of profiles. And for something like Hootsuite, you're looking at probably 20, 25 pounds a month, which, you know, in the bigger scheme of things is buttons, really, isn't it? Let's be frank about it. Now, in previous posts, I think I probably shared some of my brain psychology uh, from back in the day, though I'm, I'm still a, a massive student, obviously, of, uh, of, of all things biology and psychology, is that we are the only animal species that can plan. So it's key that we, <laughs> we utilize that. And when it comes to um, uh, planning your social media content, as, as is planning all of your content, 
it is a good idea to plan because otherwise what happens is you will paste, sorry, you'll paste, you might even paste, but you will definitely post um, random bits of content that don't connect for your audience. You're taking your audience on a journey. And as a general rule, what we talk to our Superfast Circle clients about is um, when you are, you know, planning your content, think about what's going on for your market at different times. Now, as I'm recording this, um, we are just in the process of coming out of lockdown because I know people go back and listen to some of our our podcasts um, back back in time. I'm recording this in the middle of 2020 and we are just uh, coming out of lockdown. So if you think about your content plan um, that probably you may have or put together in February, it went completely out the window with everything that was happening. So now it's a case of, okay, let's just press reset and think about even if we're planning um, for the next three months, let's just do a 90 day plan for our social media. We, we're not exactly sure what will happen. However, we we have a good understanding that the R rate's dropping. People are starting to move back into their offices. The economy is is maybe limping along at the moment, but it's going to start moving. So let's just focus our content around that. And that will help to inform you about some of the things that you can, um, you know, uh, consider and to start to, to put out for people. So consider uh, when in your plan, um, some, some elements around COVID still. And, um, you know, if it's it's candidates, it's about, you know, reevaluating their career, um, helping them get back into get back into the groove post furlough. Um, ditto for your clients. You, you know, where are your clients now? Um, how are they going to engage their team, you know, from a leadership point of view? All of those things you, you can you can consider, you know, make it make it engaging. You can do some think pieces um, mix it up, still do video. I know many people were doing um, sort of on the fly videos at the beginning of, of lockdown a couple of months ago. Don't stop doing that. Keep doing it, particularly if you've got like we have a couple of clients have a regular slot on a Friday and they update people what's happening in the in the market. And uh, I'm strongly encouraging them to continue doing that because um, what happens is you're training people to look out for your videos because they're going to know that ah, on a Friday I get a, a, the, there'll be a video posted. Similarly for us, you know, people look out. We have a Friday email that goes out um, where we, we share content with people and we, we direct people to um, useful information on our website that's going to going to help them. So so make sure that you you do that. We've already talked about posting at different times of the day um, and also post at weekends. Hands up if you have ever worked at a weekend. Yes, me too. Have you ever been on LinkedIn at a weekend? I absolutely certain you have because I know um, I, I interact with people at a weekend. So I'm absolutely certain that you do. Now, a um, lot to take in there today some some useful guidelines that many people don't actually follow um in the next post what i'm going to do is talk about different types of content and how much content you want to be um sharing too um if you would like help with your marketing if you want someone obviously to help you with your social media then we can we can do that and if you want to learn more about 
how to market your recruitment company in these incredibly testing times, then of course, please do get in touch. So this is Denise saying, get all over social media and follow the guidelines and I'll see you next time. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.